ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೌನಕ್ತು ಸಹ ವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾ ವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಪೂರ್ಣಮದ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಿದ ಪೂರ್ಣಾತ್ ಪೂರ್ಣಮುದಚ್ಯತೆ ಪೂರ್ಣಸ್ಯ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಾದ ಪೂರ್ಣಮೇವಶಿಷ್ಯತೆ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಪ್ಯಂತು ಮಾಣಶ್ಚಕ್ಷುಶ್ರೋತ್ರಮಸೋ ಬಲಮಿಂದ್ರಿಯಾಣಿ ಸರ್ವಾಣಿ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮೋಪನಿಷದ ಮಾಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ನಿರಾಕುರ್ಯಾಹ್ಮಕರೋದ ಅನಿರಾಕರಣಮಸ್ತ್ವನಿರಾಕರಣ ಮೇ ಅಸ್ತು ತದಾತ್ಮನಿ ನಿರತೆಯ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ಸು ಧರ್ಮಸ್ತೆ ಮಯಿ ಸಂತು ತೇ ಮಯಿ ಸಂತು ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಶ್ರುತಿಸ್ಮೃತಿಪುರಾಣಲಯಂಕರುಣಾಲ ನಮಿ ಭಗವತ್ಪಾದ ಶಂಕರ ಲೋಕಶಂಕರ ಶಂಕರ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಕೇಶವ ಬಾದರಾಯಣ ಸೂತ್ರಭಾಷ್ಯಕೃತ ಭಗವಂತೋ ಗುರುರಾತ್ಮೇದಿ ಮೂರ್ತಿಭೇದ ವಿಭಾಗಿನೆ ವ್ಯೋಮವ್ಯಾಪ್ತೇಹಾಯ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತ ಓಮಿತ್ಯೇತಕ್ಷರಮುದ್ಗೀತಮುಪಾಸೀತ ಓಮಿತ್ಯುದ್ಗಾಯತೆ ತೋಪವ್ಯಾಖ್ಯಾನ ಪೇಜ್ ಬ್ರಾಹ್ಮಣ ಜೈಮನಿ ಉಪನ್ಯಾಸಾಧಿಭ್ಯಾಮಾತ್ಮಾಪ್ತೀವಸ್ಯಪ್ರಪಂಚತ್ವಚೋದಯಿಂಗ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ so that is called moksha where jiva attains his own nature which has been already settled now that the enlightened one becomes established in his own nature <coughs> which is brahman that also is established so brahmatnam praptasya one who has attained the state of being brahman <coughs> jivasya saprapanchatvam chodayati questions now that still that enlightened one sat prapanchatvam he still remains with prapancha here prapancha does not mean samsara in that sense of suffering but prapancha means still with the world he still remains with the worldly attributes <coughs> those worldly attributes are all divine glories no question about it but still he still remains with those worldly attributes so this is a view which is presented here <coughs> or if you look at the nyaya ratna prabha <coughs> uktam brahma swarupam upajivya brahma and swarupam is one word uktam brahma swarupam upajivya it is abhibhagena drishtatva this is what the previous sutra said that the the wise person remains establish in brahman without vibhaga without division without separation meaning that when the wise person becomes established in his own nature then he is non separate from brahman 
That means there he becomes established in Brahman. <coughs> so, Uktam Brahma Swarupam Upajivya. So now, keeping in mind the fact that the wise person becomes established in Brahman, which is his own nature. Sahakim Satyena Sarvajnari Dharmena Yukta Tishthati. Satyakamaha, Satya Sankalbaha. So this was stated about Atma, Yatma, Apahada Papma, Vijaraha, Vimrityu, concluding with Satyakamaha, Satya Sankalbaha. <coughs> and elsewhere also, Sarvagnya, Sarvavit, etc. So, Sarveshwara, Sarveshwaragnya, Sarveshwara. So, with this, that means that does the wise person possess these glories? That is Sarvajna. He is all knowing. Sarveshwaha. He is the ruler of all. Satyakamaha. He has, you know, his unfailing desires, unfailing will. This is what is said about Atma or Brahman. So does he possess these attributes also? Uta. Dharmasya Shasha Shrungavat Atyanda Satvat Chinmatratmanatishtadi. Or the other one says that these attributes Shasha Shrungavat Atyanda Satvat. In fact, just as the example of rope and snake, the snake is absolutely non existent. The snake never existed in rope, does not exist now, will not exist in future. So, Trikara, in all the three periods of time, the snake has no existence in the rope. And therefore, Atyanda Asatvat, this is the thing. So, this dharma, the attributes, such as Satya Sankalvatvam, Satya Kamatvam, these attributes that are stated about Brahman, they are absolutely non-existent, meaning that, like Shashashranga, like the horn of a hair, they are just not there. Therefore, Chin Mahatmanati, what is his nature? So what is the nature of Brahman? What's the nature of Brahman with the wise person gets established? <coughs> is it Brahman possessed of all the attributes? Or because the attributes are absolutely mithya, non-existent. <coughs> so mithya is one thing, absolutely non-existent another thing. Just as snake has no existence rope in all the three periods of time, so also in Brahman, these things don't ever exist. That omniscience, omnipotent, omnipresence, all of these belong to Upa. They never belong to Brahman. They don't even touch Brahman, never affect, and therefore, they are never existent in Brahman. Therefore, the wise person becomes established in Brahman, which is totally devoid of these attributes. All that is true nature, which is consciousness. So, chinmatratmanatishthadi Meaning, thus the wise person just becomes, remains as nothing but pure consciousness. Kimva vastutaha chinmatrovi jivandra vyavahara drishtya kalpita sarvajnyatvadimaniti. Or vastutaha chinmatrovi. So in reality, he is chinmatraha. He is nothing but pure consciousness. From his own standpoint, he is nothing but pure consciousness. <coughs> but then, since he is also, you find him living, you know, so the wise person also lives his life and displays certain attributes. So, jivandra vyohara drishtya. <coughs> When you look at the wise person, when the other people look at the, the Vyavahara from, from the standard of Vyavahara, the wise person has, <coughs> so Vyavahara Drishtya, not from his Drishti, but from Drishti of the other Jeevas, other people. Kalpita Sarvagnya Tvadiman. So three things. Whether Sarvagnya, Sarvasu, Satya Kamatvam, Satya Sengal, these are real. And therefore, they continue to abide in the wise person. Or they are totally non-existent. 
and they were wise person, nothing but pure consciousness. Other mithya. <coughs> so kalpita, that snake is superimposed upon the rope, not not asat, non-existent. Is a snake real in the sense that he always remains with uh, rope? Not real in terms of real as real as rope, but then he's always there with the rope, never there in the rope, or he is superimposed upon the rope, kalpita, superimposed upon the rope, so kalpita sarvajnyatvadiman. That wise person also remains possessed of these divine attributes of glories, like sarvajnyatvam, like omniscience, etc. Idi Munivipradipatte, the sages have this discussion, this difference of vipradipatte, this difference of opinion. So among the sages, there is a difference of opinion with reference to the state of the wise person. <coughs> Samshaya, therefore, the reason for this doubt is not so much the sentence, see whether the Upanishad Vakya itself creates a samshaya or a doubt in you. Here, the ground for the doubt is the different opinions of the sages. That this wise person's, uh, you know, state is interpreted different by different sages. So, muni vipratipatte. So, what are the munis? Jaimini is one muni, Audulomi is another muni, Badarayana is third muni. So, muni vipratipatte, because the muni, the sages have vipratipatte, they have contradictory opinions about this. Samshaya, therefore the samshaya arises. So, why should samshaya arise? Sometimes the very statement itself leads to samshaya because it is subject to inter- more than one interpretations which can be equally valid from different standpoints. But here, the reason for samshaya doubt is the opinion of the different sages. So, Purupaksha Mahara. So, this sutra that we just read is the Purupaksha Sutra. <coughs> of that, what's the Brahmatmatam praptasya bhijivasya sarpapinchatvam chodayadi. So, one paksha is that, Brahmatmadam praptasya jivasya. So jiva who has attained the state of being Brahman also, saprapan, he remains with prapancha. Many remains is sarvagnya, sarvashaktimatvam, sarvashaktimatvam. This prapancha means that nothing is all worldly attributes. No doubt divine attributes, but still worldly attributes. So brahmena jaiminihi. So say jaimini believes that this enlightenment also remains with the attributes of Brahma. <coughs> Upanyasa Because that is what the reference we find. Upanyasa, the presentation, the introduction, the reference. Yatma, Apahata, Papma. Let me explain. So, because of that, we say that the wise person also remains possessed of these attributes. <coughs> So, first of all, Vashyakara reiterates what has gone by <coughs> in these sutras, up to four sutras so far, particularly the previous one. Sthitametata, Svenarupena, Ityatra, Atmamatra, Rupena, Avinishpadyade, so, Abhivagena Dushtatva, Abhivagena. Sita Meta, this has been now established from the discussion so far. Svena Rupena, Avinishpadyate, that he becomes established in his own nature. What does it mean? Atma Matra Rupena. The question was, because of the, the duality is mentioned by Upanishad itself, what is it? The Adhikarana Adhikartavya. Satatra Pariyati. He moves about in that Paramapurusha. Or Param Jadupa Sampadya. 
that is upasampatta and upasampadya, the one that achieves and the achiever. So the subject-object duality, the location-located duality is mentioned in Upanishad. That creates a doubt whether that duality or that separation remains in the state of wisdom also. <coughs> Meaning that when this Param Jyotihi, the Supreme Consciousness is attained. Still, the sense that I have attained this remains or not. When you attain something, then you know that I have attained this place, I have reached this place. Similarly also, Param Jyotihi Upasampadya, when he attains that, Param Jyotihi, this consciousness, does, does this sense remain in him that I have attained this or satatrapayati, he moves about on that. But tatra is paramapurusha, so uttamapurusha, the supreme person, the limitless. So when he moves about, when he, when he lives, when he conducts himself, so what Upanishad means, he conducts himself in Brahman. He conducts himself in Brahman. I mean, Brahman means what? Brahman is where he conducts. The one who conducts is different and where he conducts is different. So when the wise person is conducting himself in Brahman, is he aware that I am conducting in Brahman? (coughs) I am operating in Brahman. I am living in Brahman. I who is living is one. Brahman in which I live is another one. So that... Brahman is the location where I carry out all my activities or my life. Does that sense remain or not? That's the whole idea. That's what is meant by duality. <clears throat> so does that sense remain? So that Param Jyotihi which he attains, is it? he becomes one with it, that is understood. But still one with it, then still that separation still remains. Or he lives in Brahman, that separation remains. So Vashyaya Sutraka said, no, Avibhage, no Vibhage remains. Vibhaga that I have attained, it is attained, that kind of a sense also does not remain in him. Or I am the one who, I am conducting in Brahman. So that Brahman is where I conduct, that separation also does not remain. Avibhage, no separation or whatever. The achiever and achieved. There is no duality whatever. So only in a figurative sense it is said he achieves. Because just as, as we, uh, Nyaya said, you know, there, not Nyaya Vayasaka Nyaya Maharaj, that like the lost uh, necklace. So when you lose and when you get that necklace, you find it and you, you have the sense that you found it. But after finding that necklace, does that sense remain in you that I found it? I got it? No. Momentarily you may feel I got it, but ultimately when you wear that necklace, the idea that I got it doesn't remain because you know that it is always there. So whether this sense of separation remains in the wise person or not, this whole idea. <coughs> no, it does not. Meaning that it doesn't, he doesn't feel I attain Brahman. I attain something that was not. In fact, just as this person says, Oh, I always had that necklace. When he gets it, he has, I found it. But what is his knowledge? His knowledge is, I always had the necklace. The tenth man, I got him. But ultimately his knowledge is, I always was tenth man. So, when he is established in tenth man, does he get established a notion that now found the tenth man, found the tenth man? That wouldn't be so if what he found was different from him. That wouldn't be so if very rich was different from him. That sense will remain. That I am in this hall, that sense always, that location and located remains always. But I know that I am not the hall, I am not this table, I am not the chair where I am sitting. So just as the chair is the adhikaranam, the location, and I am Adhikartave, I am located. So even when I am sitting in the chair, the idea that 
I am located in the chair that is different from me, that sense of separation always remains. And so this is how Upanishad describes the wise person functions in Brahman. Wise person attains the supreme consciousness. So these verbs which are normally used in our day-to-day, you know, con- conduct. In the sense of real attainment of something, or real conducting in something. <coughs> but no, they have to be only understood in a figurative sense, that sometimes you use that, just as for the tenth when you say, I found it. Or the necklace you say, I got it. So when you say, I found him, of course, there is sense involved, that's a sentence that conveys duality of the one who finder and what is found. But the duality is not meant, even when you say, I found him, I got it. When you say, I got it, then also the one who gets and what is gotten, both of them are different, that duality is implied there in that sentence. Or duality is, you know, intent, I mean, expressed there, but there is not implied there. Meaning that in, in specific, special cases, it's not that always when you use this kind of words that the duality is not there. It is generally there. In very special case, where is the attainment of what is already attained? Of discovering what I already am. All along Vedanta wants to convey that the wise person discovers what he always was. The knowledge is not of the nature that now I've known something that is I, which I was not. In that case, that I'm now liberated at a given time in time, and I got liberated. In that sense, always remains in the one who liberated, and the liberation remains separate things. Even though you do say that, well, it may appear like an event that I got liberated, and you may say that I got liberated at this moment. Let us say. But ultimately the notion that I was bound earlier and at this time I got liberated does not remain as Vedanta teaches because the one is always liberated. Vedanta says that if you are not always liberated you can never be liberated. Meaning that if you are bound really then a one who is bound cannot be liberated. Because when nature cannot change, if bondage is a is natural thing for you, it cannot change. If it changes, it is not your nature. So this is why Vedanta says that you are never, you are never bound. You are always liberated. That I am bound is a notion arising from ignorance. <coughs> so Sita Metat. That he is established in his own nature. Yatra, Atma Matra Rupena. Purely as a self. Avinishpadyate. He becomes established in his own self as purely the self. Meaning that without the duality of the established and established, you know, where is established? Established and establishment, for example, you know. Even the Atma Matra, that duality, or the one who is established and where is established, with Atma Matra, even that duality is not there, all there is Atma. So the only knowledge in his mind is Atma, the self. The duality of the established establishment is not there. The <coughs> not that he has arrived now, the nature of it is something new. Not Agantukena. Not, this is not an event. Not something that is something new. That now I gain the freedom which is something Agantuka, incidental. So, not inherent and incidental. That the wise person does not think that I have now become liberated. That liberation is not Agantukam. That I am now established in Brahman. Earlier I was not established in Brahman, and now I am established in Brahman. That kind of incident is not the incident, incident. It may look like an incident to begin with. Ultimately, that is why Vedanta makes it very clear. 
வாட் இஸ் இட் அஜான கலுஷம் ஜீவம் விநிர்மலம் கிருத்தாமினேட்டிஷன்யூரிட்டி not impurity in terms of being limited being uh, you know that there is no real contamination in atma agnana kalusham jivam the jiva is kalushita is corrupted is impure made impure only by agnanam ignorance so the impurity is purely of the nature of ignorance so gnana vyasat therefore the impurity of ignorance is removed by the abhyas of gnanam even though it is necessary to for the purification of mind in the mind there is impurity but that impurity also has not changed the mind understand so the ragadvesha the likes and dislikes or the impulses are no doubt the impurities in the mind but they are also not transformed or not change the nature of mind thank god there also the nature of mind is not changed they are they are imposing themselves upon the mind and that's how these impulses control or dictate the mind because they are very strong but it is possible to uh, remove them it is possible to slowly and slowly Uh, eliminate their strength and drive them out completely so even in mind also the impurity is not real <clears throat> it is also again only agantuka something that is incidental again because of aviveka ignorance ignorance brings about aviveka or the wrong perception about oneself wrong perception of the world and a wrong perception wrong conclusion and there were all your wrong values and wrong priorities and then we do we merely think that what we are doing is right because we are doing what we do based on our conclusions not realizing that all these conclusions are born of ignorance so vidyam antare vartamana swayam dhira panditam manyamana even though they are living in the midst of ignorance they do not know that we are ignorant vayam dhiraha panditam manyamanaha that we are dhiraha means that we are wise we are scholarly <coughs> so this is what ignorance does person does not know that he is ignorant but still that kalusham that kalushyam that impurity in the mind or impurity in the atma is only of the nature of notion and not real impurity otherwise it won't go if the mind is become really impure its nature has changed then you cannot make it pure but no in the mind also impurity agantuka is incidental then what of atma so gnana kalusham jivam the jiva is being made impure or appears to be impure because of ignorance so jnana abhyasa vinirvalam krutva swayam nashyed so that is why even that you require this knowledge i am brahman i am brahman i am brahman yes the wise person also knows oh i am brahman very formally thought i am jiva so that i am jiva is replaced now by the knowledge i am brahman and that does remain for a period of time until the samskara of jivatvam remain in him and that is the dehata buddhi that's what you call vasana or habitual error but then gnana abhyasa it cannot remain in the face of the knowledge so as lord krishna also says that ஜானாஸ்மசாத் 
the fire of knowledge turns all ignorance, meaning nothing remains there. No residue of ignorance will remain in the wake of the knowledge. This is the Vedantic principle. <coughs> so that much work we have to do, of course. That jnana abhyasa, pindarmanam kritva, that jnana abhyasa, all the time, hammering in the mind, I am Brahman, I am Brahman, I am Brahman. So, pound of punyana shravanam kriya, therefore, the shravanam or listening to this message is so important. Until we start telling us that I am Brahman, we keep on, we need to tell somebody else, I mean, we need somebody else to tell us that. Shravanam means the teacher has to tell us, you are Brahman, you are Brahman, you are, because still my mind does not tell me. So until then the shravanam is required, we need to be impacted and hammered all the time. Then a time comes when my mind only keeps repeating now, then that impurities will also ultimately go. That the wise person does not get established, meaning that he doesn't feel that I become something else, that now I am liberated, now I am established in Brahman, that some event has happened, some incident has happened. It will look like in the beginning, ultimately that incident business, so Swayam Nashayet also goes away. In the beginning it is necessary. I am liberated. I am liberated. I am liberated. Because the idea that I am bound, I am bound, I am bound is so deeply rooted that this idea I am liberated, I am liberated is required to remove that, to overcome the impact of that. Having done that, that I am liberated also goes away, vanishes. And that alone is called knowledge. So whenever Vedanta talks about jnanam, it is only the abiding knowledge. <coughs> so na agandukena apara rupena iti. That apara rupena. Para means another one. So apara also means other. No apara rupena. Not someone, something different from himself. Atma rupena matra, atma matra rupena. All the three means atma matram, meaning that only atma alone remains. That there is no idea of that apara, that now there is something different from me, that sense of separation doesn't remain at all. It is stidam. This is what is now determined or established from the discussion so far. <coughs> so now the Puru Paksha says, Bhashyakara says, so, say the Ratnabraha, page 890, Puru Paksha Maha. <coughs> Or is nine Vishaya Samshaya Darshayati Vishaya and Samshaya. So Atunatu Tad Vishesha Bhutsayam Abhidhiyate Swam Ascharupam Brahmam Apahatapapmatvade Satya Sankarpatta Avasanam Tatha Sarvajnatvam Sarveshwaratvam Cha Tena Rupena Avinishpadyade Iti Jaiminihi Acharyo Manyate So Brahmena Brahmam and Tena Rupena. So Brahmana means Brahma Rupena. What is Brahmam? So Bhashyaka Adunatu. Tad Vishesh Bhubhutsayam. So when now there is a Bhubhutsa, Bodhumicha, the desire to know, there is a further now curiosity. <coughs> Vishesh Bhubhutsayam. So now we know very well that the wise person does become established in his own nature and nothing else. So this is very clear. That vishesh uhutsayam. Now what is that nature? So one's own nature means what is that nature in which the wise person becomes established? That bhutsa or jignasa, when that desire to know is there now. Abhidhyade, then this is what is said by sage jaimini. 
ृत्युंग सत्य संकल्प सत्य काम सत्य संकल्प सो अपहत पापत्वादिपूटेण as his own self so that is brahmam that is the atma is brahman so what is that atma atma matra rupena as his own self and atma is described as apahata papma vijaraha vimrutyu satya kama satya sankalpa so that is the rupam of atma so atma in that rupa in that nature he becomes established so brahmam is what अपहदपापत्वादि so he gets what he desires and whatever is all yes happens may something may this happen it happens may have this he gets it satya kama means one of unfailing desire if a desire arises in the mind a wise person gets fulfilled the sankalpa is all arises in his mind may this happen it happens so satya sankalpa tavasanam that's the rupam brahmam rupam So what's the rupam, the nature of Brahma? Same as Atma, which is apahata papma, concluding with the satya sankalpa. So there is Brahmam rupam. Tada sarvagnyatam sarveshvratam cha, which comes from elsewhere. I mean, you know, so that sarvagnya sarveshvara etc. Esha sarvagnya sarveshvara. So what is it? That's all mandu ke upanishad. सर्वेश्वर or is it incidental nature of brahman so say jemini believes that the inherent nature of brahman that brahman is always possessed of omniscience omnipotent etc that is inherent nature of brahman and ever tena rupena brahmana rupena so brahmam rupam is apasapapatvam satya sankalpatvam sarvagnyatvam तेन रूपेण ब्राह्मण रूपेण तेन रूपेण बाय दट नेचर मीनिंग इन दट नेचर सो दिस इज इथंभूत तृतीया मीन्स एज ब्राह्मण नॉट सो ब्राह्मण रूप एज ब्राह्मण विच इज सत्य संकल्प सत्य काम सत्य संकल्प अभिनिष्पद्य दिस इज हाउ ही बिकम्स एस्टाब्लिश इज ओन नेचर जय मिनी आचार्य मनते That's what the Acharya Jemini concludes, believes. <clears throat> uh, 
Well, this is what Nyayanarayana also says, yena cha brahma rupena muktas, brahmena rupena brahma rupena muktasya avasthanam tatkim sa prapanchameva kimva nishprapanchameva sa ubhaya rupam simpler. In sa prapancha, with prapancha of sarvagnyatva, sarvashaktimatva nishprapancham, pure consciousness ubhaya rupam both conscious, is pure consciousness from his own standpoint and Sarvagnya Sarvashaktiman from the standpoint of others. Tvipradipatte samshe brahmana muktopa srupyasya drishtidvamashritya uvairupattva uktya padari sangatehi. So brahmana muktopa srupyasya. So one who has attained brahman, the, the wise person. Drishtidvamashritya. So then two standpoints, both of these are possible. So both of these exist in the wise person from two standpoints. So Jaimini says from one standpoint both of them exist. Audulomi will say from one standpoint only consciousness exists. And Badayana says that from two standpoints these two things exist. Uvayat rubatvoktya padadi sangadehi. So this is how this sangadehi is there. Meaning that the Phala is there and that he attains uh, this nature of Brahman as totally identified with Brahman. Puru Pakshesa Prapanchatva Shrutinam So, because Shrutis are all there. There are some Shruti Vakya statements of Upanishads which seem to describe the wise person as purely established in consciousness. Nish Prapanchatva Shruti. The other statement of Upanishads where they describe wise Prabhupada is possessed of all these divine majesties, divine glories also. So, both the kinds of Shrutis are there. Saprapanchatva Shrutinamva, Nishprapanchatva Shrutinamva. Now, this is an overall discussion because both these kinds of sentences are found in the Shruti. Mukhya Sattva Siddhi. So, Guru Paksha says that either Saprapanchatva Shruti is Mukhyartha or Nishprapanchatva Shruti is Mukhyartha. Meaning that sage Jaimini says that Saprapanchatva Shruti, the statement of Shruti which talk about the Brahman with Prapancha. There are a wise person who is one with Brahman with Prapancha, I mean all the attributes, that's the primary meaning of the Shruti. Or Audulomi says that no, Nishprapanjatva Shruti, where it says Brahman is pure consciousness and the wise person is established in pure consciousness. That is the primary sentence. So what happens is that if you take one of them as primary, other becomes negated. So how do you now take both of them into account? Is two standpoint. That's how Badarayana says, you know. <clears throat> so, Purupakshe Saprapanchatva Shrujinamva, Nishprapanchatva Shrujinamva, Mukhyarthatva Siddhi. That's what the Puru Paksha will be. Siddhante, Tvivida Shrujinam, Dushtidva Avastambhad, Mukhyarthatva Uvattihidi Upetya. Siddhante, Tvivida Shrujinam, in Siddhanta, Bodhi Shrujis. Dushtidva Avastambhad, then these statements where Brahman or the wise person is described as nothing but pure consciousness is one same point or one drushti. And when the wise person is described as possessed of some worldly glories is another standpoint, another drushti, where these two drushtis or two standpoints don't contradict. Because Two different standpoints are there. Not that from one standpoint both these things are described. So since these two different standpoints are there, both of them have a place and therefore both the Shudis are valid. <coughs> so Mukhyarthadopatihi meaning both these statements of the Upanishad. The statement that talk about Brahman possessed of the attributes and the statement which talk about Brahman that is devoid of the attributes both of them were taken in primary sense when they are interpreted as representing different standpoints. 
Whereas one Acharya says only the statements where Brahman is described as possessed of attributes is to be taken in primary sense. Other Acharya says Brahman, so statements that describe Brahman as devoid of all attributes are primary sense. Here this Acharya would say that both the statements can be taken in primary sense. How? Drishtidva avastambhad. By accepting Drishtidva, by accepting two standpoints. <coughs> so, Mukhyarthato upattihi, that way it is reasonable to explain how both the statements can be taken in primary sense. <coughs> Upetya, with that in mind, Purupakshayati. So, the Purupakshay is keep in mind that both this kind of sentence can be explained the Purupaksha is stated. <coughs> so, Abhidhyatayati. It started here, in fact. Kutaha, hmm? yeah, okay. Okay, now Vishesh Bhutsayam. <coughs> so Jaimini Acharya Manyate. This is what Jaimini Acharya says. Then the question is asked here. <coughs> Kutaha. So what's the reason why sage Jaimini believes that Brahman is a prapancham, that it possessed all the attributes? <clears throat> and so Brahman, Jaimini, and then the reason is given, Upanyasa Adibhya. So hence is given, Upanyasa Adibhya, Tasatva, Avagamat, so, upanyasa. On account of the references, on account of the description, yatma, apahata, papma, that statement is called upanyasa. So, upanyasa and then other, adibhya. They will tell us that by adi also is meant the uh, vidhi and vyapadesha, they will tell us. So, upanyasa, vidhi and vyapadesha. By the three reasons, say Jaimini believes that Brahman is possessed of, or Shruti means, you know, see, the Shruti means that Brahman is possessed of the attributes. So what does Shruti mean? What's the purport of the Shruti statement? That is what has to be determined. So say Jaimini has determined the purport this way. So based on these three reasons, Upanyasa, and Vidhi and Vyapadesha, the sage Jaimini has come to the conclusion that Upanishads means that Brahman remains with attributes for the wise person. <coughs> so Upanyasa Adibhya Tathatva Avagamat. <coughs> so Upanyasena Brahmanasa Prapanchatva Siddhim Vivranote. That from the Upanyasa, from that reference, we will say, Yatma Apahadapatma. So, Brahmana Saprapanchatva Siddhim. From that statement, it is it is very clear that Brahman is possessed of Prapancha or as attributes. <coughs> Tathahi. Also say, so he says simply, Siddhi, that each paksha, the three pakshas are there, and to start, so proving that paksha itself is the, is the phalam, that's all. <coughs> There's no other phala here. See, if the puru paksha is there, this statement upasana, and then, then the phalam is really different. So sometimes the interpretation of the Upanishad statement, gives rise to a different output, uh, result altogether. 
Whether they see the statement describing upasana, meaning describing uh, meditation, then the result is one. This means reaching a place like Brahmuloka or being Brahmana, then the difference is the results are different. Here Phalam is not different in that sense, meaning that he does become established in his own nature with Brahman. That is a Phalam. Except what is that nature? So that is the Paksha, that's the Tat Tat Paksha Siddhi. That he becomes established as Saguna Brahma, Saprapanjam Brahma, Nishprapanjam Brahma, or Ubhaya. So Tat Tat Paksha Siddhi. Alright, so Mahashagara illustrates here. <coughs> Upanyasena Brahmana Saprapanchatva Siddhim Vivranoti. How that Upanyasa Yatma Habhalapatma, how that uh, establishes that Brahman is possessed of the Prapancha, is now Vivranoti Bhashekara explains. Tathahi. Tathahi. Yatma Abhalapatma Ityadina. Satyagamaha, Satyasangalbaha, Ityamantena, Upanyasena, Evatmakadam, Atmanaha, Bodhadi. To illustrate, Yatma, Apahatapapma, Ityadena, so that's called Upanyasa. That's a reference to the nature of the Atma. Satya Kama, Satya Sangha Ityavantena. So the Upanyasa, the reference beginning from Yatma Vadvatma, concluding with Satya Kama, Satya Sangalpa. Evamatmakadam, Atmano Bodhaya, Atma has this nature. Evamatmakadam means what? This nature. That Atma has this nature. What is the nature? Satya Kama, Satya Sangalpa, or Apahatapatma, this is the nature of Atma. That's what the that's what the description says there that this is the nature of Atma. <clears throat> now, if you look at Upanyaso Nama Uddesha, such a nyatra nyatasya anyavidhanaya anuvada. So Upanyasa. So. In a sentence, there are these two uh, parts in every sentence. Uddesha and Vidaya, subject and predicate. In English, we call it subject and predicate. What is subject? Subject is something that is already known to you, about which you want to say something. And Vidaya is what is predicated about the subject. For example, Rama is going to forest. Simple sentence. Rama is a subject. He is going to forest his predicate. What is subject? That about which, which is already known to you. Rama is already known to you. Then why are you talking about him? If all know, because you want to do something about him. So subject is something that is already known. So upanyas uddesha anyatra jnatasya is already known by other means. You know, meaning that Rama is already known to you from other descriptions. Anyavidhanaya anuvadaha. Now to say something about Rama that you do not know. So you know already Rama is Dasharaputra, etc. Or the one who is now granted or given the, uh, he is going to make the crown prince, etc. This is all known about Rama. So there were Anyatra Jnatasya. The Rama is otherwise known from, you know, in, in one way. So, Anya Vidhanaya, to say something else about him, this sentence is mentioned. Otherwise, what's the purpose of a sentence? A sentence cannot simply say everything that is known, then there is no sentence. Rama is, so what? Because all you know that Rama is, so that will not become a sentence. So Rama is, uh, you know, going to forest or something like that. Then it becomes, because then you know that you are saying something about Rama. So predicate is some new information that you are giving about the subject that is already known to you from other sources. <coughs> so in Sanskrit, 
That's subject to Uddesha and Padita Vidheya. <coughs> so Uddesha to be illustrated, what you want to illustrate or what you want to, exp- to explain. So the subject, they call it subject of assertion, which you want to assert about, you know, subject. Vida is something to be predicated. <coughs> so that part of the sentence or the clause to which that expresses what is said about the subject. <coughs> and so uh, Rama is going to forest. Is going to forest is a new information given to you which you did not know. Otherwise it becomes Anuvada. So already it is said earlier and now you keep repeating that may for some reason you may repeat that also but then that is Anuvada. But when it is said first time Rama is going to forest then it's giving you information or something that you did not know that Rama is called Uddesha and he is going to forest is called Vijaya. Subject and predicate. These are two parts of a sentence. <coughs> So Upanyasa here says Anandagiri Upanyasa na Uddesha So something that is already known something that is already stated Sacha Anyatra Jnatasya Anyavidhanaya Anuvada So here Atma Abhada Paapmaya Sanyar is already told to you and about that you want to say something now that so what is it now you want to say that the wise person becomes established in his own nature. What is his nature is already stated. Already stated as the nature of Brahman, or nature of Atma. Now something new is told to you that he becomes established in his own nature. So what is that nature is already told to you. What is it? Yatma Apahata Papma Satya Kama Satya Sankalvahidi. Therefore, so tathai, yatma apahata papma satya kama satya sangalhiti eva antena, that vakya, the statement which begins with this state, yatma apahata papma, which concludes the word satya kama satya sangalva, upanyasena, by that upanyasa, by that information you can say. <coughs> That Atma has this nature. Satyakamindya, Apahara Atma, etc. That is the nature of Atma. This is the, what is something that is told to you, Uddesha. <coughs> it is here called Upanyasa. <coughs> now what happens to that Atma? Then comes the predicate, you know. Adi Shabdhartham Vididarshayati. So then, Upanyasa Adi. So Upanyasa says that Atma possesses his attributes. That's one reason why we say that he becomes established in nature, possessing these attributes. So Upanyasa or the, the Uddesha also points to that. Then Vidhaya, what happens to him? Tatha. So Adi Shabdhartham, so Upanyasa Adi, that Adi Shabda in the Sutra. So Adi Shabda, what is, what is meant by Adi, etc. So that is Vidhi. Upanyasa Adi Bhya. Adi means Vidhi, Upanyasa, etc. That etc. means Vidhi, Tatha. Then says Vashyagara, Tatha Saha Tatra Pariyeti. Jakshat Kridan Ramavanaha Idi Aishwari Rupam Avedadi Tatha Satatra Pariyadi He moves about, he functions, he lives in the Tatra, in Rautav Purushaha, in the Supreme Person, in Brahman, he dwells. In Brahman, the rest of the life, he dwells in Brahman. How? Jakshat Kridat Ramamana. So laughing, sporting, reveling. So how does he revel? So Satatra Pariyati. He 
he, he dwells in Brahman, moves about in Brahman. How does he dwell? How does he move about? How does he live in Brahman? Jakshat, that is the present participle, remember. Jakshan means Jakshat means Jakshan. So laughing, eating, kridan, sporting, romana, reveling, sporting, reveling, vastribi, yanariva, etc., etc., so thus, sporting with other people, laughing, eating, reveling, in that manner, he dwells in Brahman, he lives in Brahman. So this is something new that is told to us. <coughs> so even the Uddesha also says, this is nature of Atma, possessed of the attributes. The Vidhaya also says, what is predicated also is that, Having gained that knowledge, he thus now dwells in Brahman, laughing, eating, reveling, etc. Ityeva iti aishwari rupam avadayati. He possesses divine glories, divine majesty he possesses. Not like what normally we do, you know. So, he just, all that he does is just revels and sports and that's what he does. He is the kind of happiness that one gets from these things. <coughs> So whether he really sports and revels, or it means that he has the same level of happiness if one was sporting and reveling. So either he's so happy that hey, as though he's sporting, he's so happy, he looks like, you know, as though he's thinking of something, as though he's imagining something, as though he's experiencing something. So sometimes we describe the experience in certain way, as though he's in heaven, you know, so say. Looks like you are in heaven this morning. What is meant is that, it is not meant that you are literally in heaven. But had you been in heaven, how happy would you have been? See, you look as happy as you would have been in heaven. So this fellow is as happy as he is reveling. In, is that what it meant? Or what is meant is really reveling and sporting and eating and laughing. That's a matter of interpretation also. So he the Aishwarupam Avedayate. The subsequent sentence which describes the wise person also makes us understand that he is enjoying these divine glories. <coughs> so, Jnata Jnapanam Vidhi. This Vidhi does not mean enjoyment, understand. This Vidhi means Vidhiya, that's all. Predicate. Otherwise, we may think that there is some kind of an injunction here. No, there is no injunction here. Vidim is Vidhaya. That's all. So, this is some, this is an information given to us that was not known to us. Atma, Apahadapa, Atma was known to us. About that Atma, this information is given what? Jakshat, Kirit, Ramana, Satatra, Pariyati. Therefore, that becomes Vidhaya or Vidhi. So, that Vidhaya also points to his having all these attributes. The, the, the Uddesha Atma also points to having his attributes. <coughs> so the, from all of these we conclude. So Agnyad Agnyapanam Vidhi Adi Shabdhanuktam Vyapadeshya And then also Vashakara said further Tasya Sarveshu Lokeshu Kamacharo Bhavate and then uh, earlier it was said it, Tasya Sarveshu Lokeshu Kamacharo Bhavati also here that he has a free uh, you know movement free access to all the worlds Kamachara means the chara means movement Kama means as desire as he likes so he moves about in all the realms as he likes and so he can, like, say Narada. Now he goes to heaven and then he goes to earth and he goes to all like that. So similarly also a wise person goes wherever he wants. And so this is where this... Now all in Purana will be described like this, you know, they say Narada goes here and there. And maybe the Upasakas also do. <coughs> so this is a further thing also they stated about. Uh, this is because it is written separately because it was in a different chapter. The eighth chapter said about Jakshatkir, that this is a sentence that is under discussion. And this earlier comes from the seventh chapter, therefore, Tasya Sarve Shulokeshu Kamachara, or it comes from the, uh, therefore, uh, comes from the Upasana part. 
ఇట్స్ ఆల్సో ఎయిట్ చాప్టర్ వై సెవెన్ చాప్టర్ తర్వేషు లోకేదు కామచారో భవతి ఇస్ ఆల్సో ఫ్రమ్ దహర్ విద్య ఓన్లీ ఇన్ ఎనీవే ఫ్రమ్ ది అదర్ సెక్షన్ దట్ ఈస్ వైట్ స్టేటెడ్ సెపరేట్లీ ఇచ్చా సో ఇన్ దిస్ ఆల్సో సేస్ దట్ ఈ పొజెసెస్ దిస్ డివైన్ వర్చ్యూస్ సర్వేషు లోకేషు కామచారో దేర్ ఆల్సో ఇస్ దేర్ బికాస్ ఇన్ సెవెన్ చాప్టర్ ఆల్సో బట్ ఇన్ ఎయిట్ ఆల్సో వీ హ్యావ్ సో ఓకే ఆల్ రైట్ సో సో దిస్ ఈస్ ది ఉద్దేశ్య అండ్ విధేయ బోత్ ఆఫ్ దీస్ పాయింట్ అవుట్ టు ఆత్మ బికమింగ్ బ్రహ్మన్ ఆర్ ఆత్మ ఐడెంటిఫైడ్ విత్ బ్రహ్మన్ పొజెస్ట్ విత్ అట్రిబ్యూట్స్ అండ్ వైస్ పర్సన్ ఆల్సో ఐడెంటిఫైడ్ బ్రహ్మన్ పొజెస్ట్ విత్ అట్రిబ్యూట్స్ ఎన్ దెన్ వాట్ ఎల్స్ విధేయాంతరహితత్వేన అనుద్దేశ్య అపరిపాద్యత్వేన అభిదేశ సిద్ధవత్ అభిధానం వ్యపదేశ థర్డ్ ఇస్ కాల్ వ్యపదేశ విధేయాంతరహితత్వేన విచ్ ఇస్ సో ఇట్ ఈస్ నాట్ విధేయ నార్ ఉద్దేశ్య దేస్ కాల్ వ్యపదేశ థర్డ్ కేటగిరీ దిస్ ఆల్సో రత్నవల్ ఎక్స్ప్లెయిన్ విల్ సీ టుమారో సో లాస్ట్ సెంటెన్సెస్ సర్వజ్ఞ సర్వేశ్వర ఇత్యాది ేషాదేశాదేశాదిస్టేట్మెంట్స్ what is said elsewhere about sarvagnya sarveshwara those statements also upapannaha bhavishyati then alone they also become tenable otherwise they also uh, where how will you explain those that wise person becomes sarvagnya omniscient becomes sarveshwara all ruler how does he explain them only when you accept that this avishesha shruti nishosa prapanja shruti are the primary shrutis then only all the statements can be properly explained <coughs> okay we'll continue tomorrow om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnameva vashishyate om shante 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 శంకరం శంకరాచార్యం కేశవం బాదరాయణం సూత్రభాష్యకృతౌ వందే భగవంతౌ పునః పునః ఈశ్వరో గురురాత్మేది మూర్తిభేద విభాగినే వ్యోమవ్యాప్తేహాయ దక్షిణామూర్తయే నమః హరిభ్యో నమ హరి ఓ